episode of TSVUF the podcast. This is Evan, your third host, and I guess moderator as uh, for the time being. Um, so this is going to be episode 48 of the show. We've got 49 and the episode 50 coming at you guys very soon. As I record this, uh, we should get 49 in the next two weeks. You, you know what I'm trying to say. You know, there's certain words I can't say. So we're pretty close to, th- to the, the Matt Milestone episode. Who would have thunk that three guys from Saginaw, St. Clair, and wherever the fuck everyone else is from, yet here we are. Um, If anyone has any cool shit they want to say to us that we can put on that 50 episode, 50th episode, like maybe my, our boy Jared out there, maybe Zach, uh, any of our other vocal listeners, maybe my boy Keith Knutson, uh, send us an email, send us an audio clip, and we'll more than likely put that shit in the episode. And we're getting the information out there for you guys right now because we want to make sure we make this... Um, um, so other than that, uh, this episode is going to be the first of Eddie Murphy's law, a podcast that we were going to put out as a step as a separate show, but then we decided, fuck that. We're going to put it all in. The- um, so in the same feed as a regular show, or now we're going to have Eddie Murphy's law every now and again, and we don't have a schedule for it yet, but it's going to be in the feed. We also have uh, B and E talk music. That's when Brian and I talk about our various, uh, albums and artists that we like and we go over their entire career at some point we're gonna have um the the, the bot cast with me and ashley and maybe my girl awesome sauce my home girl not my girl in that in that context um dave and i pretty much have our own show every now and again so that's double d um also down to turnpike We've got, um, we're going to have Chad coming back on, and he's going to help us uh, do, finally, our two, our 80s and 90s cartoon countdown, um, because that's something that we've been talking about for a long time that hasn't come to fruition yet. Uh, So that being said, that's what you guys have to look forward to in the upcoming weeks. Um... But as always, if you don't like cursing, don't listen to the show. If you don't like vulgarities of any kind, don't listen to the show. If you're any member of a protected group, don't listen to the show. If you don't mind the comedy that we're going to give to you as we discuss uh, one of our favorite Eddie Murphy movies and be entertained. Um, That being said, give us iTunes reviews and all that shit. You know how it goes. But enjoy the following episode. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have built this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've done today. Kneel before Zorro! Oh, One of Eddie Murphy's Law. This will be episode 140 something of the regular show. So, well, I guess real quick we'll do intros. I am Brian. And this is Evan, the third host. And we are joined by the most popular guest host we've ever had on the show. You might as well almost call him the fourth host. Or maybe the third. (laughs) (laughs) And I am am Dave. I'm back. Or Double D, as they might call me. So, if memory serves, this is an episode two years in the making. Yes. We've been dick teasing you for quite mm-hmm. some time. Putting that dick in, taking a nap. Putting it in, so, taking a nap. We've been giving you just the tip mm-hmm. for a while, tickling them balls. Yeah, wait, 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 like wait, wait, wait. Are we tickling their balls? Yeah, get them excited. I'm not tickling anybody's balls, bro. I tickle that pussy. I just want my balls tickled. Just, yeah. Just tickle the clip. Yeah, there we go. All right. We're just tickle, tickle that clip. Tickle, 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 tickle the clip. <laughs> A little spit on it. And a little Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Atari 2600. 
<laughs> just one of those. Yeah, just one of those. But henceforth, we've been talking about getting Eddie Murphy's Law, um, which was going to be at one point in time our sister podcast, right. uh, companion podcast to True right. Stories Based on Fiction. Time got in the way, mm-hmm. shit that we were all doing, mm-hmm. and it just never happened. So now it, it's going to be in a, in a regular feed, because as I was saying before, we might have multiple shows now, but it's all going to be in the same feed, because that shit costs money. Yeah. <laughs> One right. feed is all we need. And we don't got enough listeners to be getting two shows. Right. So be happy you're getting this. But you will get, we're hoping, monthly? Let's not give any kind Bi- of time monthly? frame. <laughs> now you're being, let's not get any It's going to be, it, you'll get it when you get it. Yeah. We'll put it that way. I don't put any kind of something to look forward to. When you open up your iTunes, your SoundCloud, however you listen to your podcast feeds, every week be like, oh, I hope there's a new episode of Eddie Murphy's Law. Boom. But if not, there might be another regular ass episode of TSP Left the Podcast. So, 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 yeah, so first we're going to try to get it back on bi weekly, which I think we've done now. I think we've been getting weekly. Spoil at least. We've been spoiling the fans. Exactly. Making up for Making lost time. Because that's what you do when you let people down. you got to spoil them for a little bit to get things back where it was. Now, again, so since I'm the, I'm the person who, who puts this shit out now, I said we want to do one, one every 30 days, long stretch go once a week. It, never, and now I think we're, we're, we're kind of tied into every two weeks, but we're getting a lot of content done, so it might at, one point, at some point still be every week. But... All of that this shit might not started. even be the only episode we record tonight. It may not be. Maybe we've already recorded. Maybe some. we've already recorded an episode about certain movies that we just went to see mere hours ago. We don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Or maybe we didn't. Maybe we didn't. Who got who had? <laughs> you tell me. You tell me. <laughs> but yeah, so this is going to be the inaugural episode of Eddie Murphy's Law, and so we spoke about it, and we want to start off with Bang. That's why the first movie that we are going to discuss is going to be Beverly Hills Cop number one. Against my wishes, because I wanted to start out with Beverly Hills Cop two. <laughs> I would have preferred three. <laughs> with Wonder <laughs> World. But, that ain't fair to you guys. We got some good content episodes coming up right. where we will get into some of the late. Later, Eddie Murphy starring vehicle. A thousand words. Like Haunted Mansion. <laughs> I was thinking maybe, maybe not that far down the line. <laughs> It'll be a great Coming to America episode. Trading Places. The uh, footage of when he put up, uh, the footage of when he picked up that, that training hooker. I mean, transgender hooker. Paul's training. Mean, yeah, back in those days. <laughs> back in those days, it wasn't training. And then he went to Disney. <laughs> Clean himself up. Clean himself Just up. like OJ did. Just like OJ. Speaking of which, uh, this is going to kind of date this episode, but news has just broken that Eddie Murphy has, is on parole. OJ. Oh. OJ is on parole. <laughs> He's out. Good breaking news. America's Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Locked up and then let out. <laughs> Oh, I think Eddie Murphy. I think she wore a random black man. <laughs> Is that OJ? Some smiles at him. Cooper Jr. got out of jail today. <laughs> yeah. All right, so um, I guess we'll start off with uh, giving a plot synopsis of he's not out yet. He gets out in October. Well, he still got rid of parole. Parole board votes to release OJ Simpson from prison in October. Unless he gets shanked between now and even then. a black man can get out of jail. <laughs> Well, he's not black, he's OJ. <laughs> yeah, black man can't got a gym, but OJ can. Oh, shit. He's gonna come out looking like pure shit. Ain't no one gonna respect him. Who, who has 95? True. <laughs> I mean, nothing's changed. He's, he's, he's the same, not black as OJ since 95. I don't think the kids even talk to him. Do you think the fact that he had two shows based on his murder trial last year? Help the fact that he got parole? Absolutely. Maybe, but it should have hindered it because on both of the shows he looks guilty. But he wasn't been in the, he hasn't been in the public eye for quite True. some time. Since you went My to jail. favorite show was Naked Gun movies. That's not a show, bro. <laughs> <laughs> movies, but it's not a show. <laughs> I don't care. Your <laughs> favorite? I just movie want to bring series. Up Naked Gun movies with My, Norbert. The Police Squad. My favorite show was those. Uh, those uh, Herd Trader Car commercials. That's my favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite show were those football movies he put on every Sunday. 
It was Buffalo Bills. <laughs> oh shit. He murdered a white girl and a white man. <laughs> but okay, yeah, so now I feel like this first episode of Eddie Murphy's Glove gonna be an OJ podcast. But if you watch the show This is the the glove don't fit, you must be quick podcast. <laughs> but he, he only lost now. It was obvious that he killed Nicole Brown and Ron Ron Goldwater, but that's not what the point of a of a court case is. The point of a court case is proving beyond a shadow of a doubt that he, that he's guilty, and they couldn't do that because Mark Furman was on the stand and said, "Mark Furman, have you ever said nigger?" And he said, "No." Then they produced a videotape of him saying nigger all the time. He loses credibility. He was the guy who was on the scene. What does that give you? Shadow of a doubt. That stupid ass glove. glove. Yep. It should have never made him try that it glove on. Never out. did. That's why he lost. I mean, that's why he won. And he should have won because you cannot prove it's a, if, if he lied about saying nigger, you cannot say that he couldn't have potentially contaminated a crime scene. So that's why he got off. He, he should have won the case. Not about innocence or guilt. It's about proving it beyond a shadow of a doubt. You can't do it. Tell me who got who in. I'm not convinced he actually did. He did that shit. I think he might have had it set up. He I would have give somebody kill him. Yeah, I would give he was behind, So you think he was behind it? He no, was probably no, not, not the murder. Necessarily. Not necessarily. I, Kato Kalen was looked awfully guilty. He did. So you think he was behind? So you, you don't think he had anything to do with it? Well, I don't know. I don't What's know your belief? about it. What is your belief? Uh, my belief is that I don't know enough about the whole you situation. You are a politician. Pick <laughs> take a side. I say he Evan, the one black man on this podcast. He, he, was, he was acquitted in a court of law. True, but he stole that baseball. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing that I know, OJ is guilty of. It is stealing sports memorabilia. Yes. And he was locked up for what ten years for that yeah. shit. I, I think he had life. Did they get life for that shit somehow? <laughs> they tried to give him life. Well, I think he had a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then because of the gun, arm and like, it was like. Worth more than a thousand dollars, so it's like having a gun with a felony, so it's really yep. But I mean, so I think that the uh, people involved in that trial, it's, it was it was like the it was the opposite of when Martin Scorsese won his first Oscar. When Martin Scorsese, I can't say his name, Scorsese won his first Oscar, it wasn't for The Departed, it was for his previous work that is inspired or give it to you. OJ went to jail for killing Nicole Brown and Ron Goldman, but on a different case. It's the opposite of that. Shit. We didn't get him last time. <laughs> We're getting uh, this time. Is there anything you can find that, that we can throw this black man in jail exactly. for? <laughs> well, they reports say he stole a baseball <laughs> or some cards. Hey, wait, he had, a gun, on, he had a gun on him, too. That's a felony. Woo, this is together. Life, baby. Life. So now back to the new Life. gun. Podcast. Life, also <laughs> a movie starring <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Boom. Boom. Perfect segue back to our topic. Now, um, so Beverly, for those who haven't seen it, because uh, because we, we have some since they're good listeners, not these kids are these days. They don't respect the past. They're probably just like Beverly, Beverly Hills Cop. I don't watch those. That's that movie, movie from the sixties, right? <laughs> That's not. Is Kevin Hart in it? That's not my Eddie Murphy. <laughs> That's not my Eddie Murphy. <laughs> My Eddie Murphy is Kevin Hart. Yeah. That's not my Kevin Hart. <laughs> That's too tall to be Kevin Hart. So, um, could, could one or either of you guys, okay, because a little inside baseball, we had homework to actually rewatch the movie and I didn't do it. So, uh, I don't know what movie. And so, in my mind, like any movie I saw as a kid, if it was a series of movies, they're all one movie in my mind. This is included in, in, in those movies. So, if one you could refresh my memory and for the uninitiated in the audience of what the first Beverly Hills Cop is about. Oh, but you are initiated. <laughs> um, so, I actually did watch the movie this morning. Um, overachiever? This achiever. You're just an achiever. Not even overachiever. Well, it might have been since the late 80s, early 90s since I've watched <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop. I couldn't tell you the last time I've seen it. Um, but it stars a young Eddie Murphy, just post Saturday Night Live as Axel Foley, a Detroit cop whose felon best friend comes to visit him uh-huh. and is murdered by the mom. Oh, wow. Um, I got that part. Straight okay. execution style. Yeah. That could really happen. Bullet to the head. And they Who knocked out Eddie Murphy, mm. Axel Foley. Right Ooh, beforehand. The assassin is played by 
uh, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul's own Mike. Uh, I don't know how. To Gus. West. No, not Gus. Uh, the old guy. That's the really. Uh, yeah. But is it? Is it Gus also in it? No. In a jail scene? Yes, he is, man. Um, remember those guys? Well, uh, you can't remember the fucking movie, but you can remember a bit part. Yes, because uh, who? Okay, who was who was the fucking drug lord? Was that Gus? And Barry Saul? And Breaking Bad. And Breaking Bad. Yeah, Gus Spring. Yeah. So uh, Gus Spring is, and then one of, one of those movies, he's in jail, and like he he, he had a scene, a funny scene with Eddie Murphy, because that guy who plays Gus it was in a lot of Spike Lee movies. He, he was. He's he's been a working actor for since the eighties. I'm gonna look it up. But that might be two ways to tie it into Breaking Bad. But uh, while he's doing that, could you continue like the synopsis, Dave? Okay, so Eddie Murphy, after his best friend's killed, he goes to try Beverly Hills to try to find um, his uh, friend's killer. How did he uh, know that the killer was from uh, Beverly Hills? Um, you know what? I'm not. I don't really remember. But oh, I think it was, uh, he said there's he was a clue. Uh, the friends have been working. Okay. At or, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, his friends. I, I, I remember that now. Yes. Okay. Yep, yep, so I he that. he was going out there to kind of snoop around. He runs into another friend that uh, works at the art gallery that um, those two were friends with as kids. Mm-hmm. She's rich, really freaking hot. Yeah, yeah, she was. She's really hot. Even for an older movie like that. And then, so he snoops around, finds. Who he thinks the killer is, and then we go through a bunch of fiascos. Isn't he out of his uh, jurisdiction all the way out there? You're thinking of trading places, by the way. Okay. Yeah, he is out of his jurisdiction, but he's just trying to find the killer. So the bubbly. Wait, wait, wait. Another example of cops taking law in their own hands, huh? And then you got the rule like rest of us. Much like when he goes to his hotel. (laughs) The Beverly Hills Police Department. He hooks up with them. After he was thrown out of Victor Maitland's hotel, or uh, Victor Newman from uh, Victor, a soap opera. No. Victor Newman. So I, when I was at Butcher Hotel, he's thrown out of this office building through, through a window, window. Oh, and then shit. the cops arrest the black open man. It, open or close window. Close window. It's like a wall-to-wall window. <laughs> you don't open this window. It's like a storefront window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They throw him through it, and as he's trying to pick himself up off the broken glass. Two white officers come and arrest them. That is factual. That's real life. Welcome to my life. <laughs> I don't know. They might have beat the shit out of him, too. Oh, yeah. Normally, <laughs> they would have... King! <laughs> King! So that's kind of the synopsis of the, the whole movie. And Does he without, find his first killer? Does Spoiler he find, alert. Oh, yeah, yeah. He finds him, and, and I believe he's, he's killed. Yes, they have a shootout at the yeah. end. Uh, yes, it, it is a massive shootout. A massive shootout. Hmm. This is kind of like a, a, a weird question to ask. Did either of you play the uh, lauded? I, I think that's what I'm looking for. Beverly Hills Cop video game, like 1999. They had a light-skinned, bald-headed man as like the uh, Axel Foley. <laughs> it was a terrible video. You know, game. I don't remember playing it, but I very well could have. <laughs> it was a terrible video. Game. I have to say, I never did. Was it for the Atari or no? No, no, it was like late nineties, bro. It was like PS One or some shit. Really? Yeah, I, I watched uh, something on Watch Mojo. That's like a, a YouTube series that had like countdowns. It's like the top ten worst video game based on movies and TV shit. Hmm. It was like number three, and it looked terrible. And like the accent was off. And he didn't, he didn't look or sound like Eddie Murphy. It was terrible. Was it Wonder World what else this one? Uh, I want to say the PS2, Xbox. I'm going to look it up. But, um, what were some of your best impressions of that movie? So, well, I guess, do, do you guys remember the first time you actually saw the movie? Yeah, I was, I was pretty young at the time. Um, maybe 12, young teenager, um, Maybe just before being a teenager, my brother really loved the movie. Was it in theaters when you saw it, or, or you see it on home? No, media? I saw it on um, or TV. Home box office. Okay. HBO. HBO. We, Everybody as, on. As a kid, we had HBO. 
Young rich motherfucker. You also have that Playboy channel <laughs> memory service. <laughs> yes, yes, Playboy channel. So there was swearing. There, this is an R-rated movie. Yep. There was swearing. Now a lot of times we see it and it's, you know, on TV, TNT or whatever. But yeah, there was swearing on it. My what type of parents, spit is this? My parents did allow me to watch it. Yeah, you had no rules in your house, so we can't establish that. Not no with rules. The TV. Hard R, Cinemax, late night Friday nights. Like Doesn't Bugs matter. Day. You know, girls popping ping pong balls out of her vagina. That's fine. <laughs> like. That is that, that is that's be in a in a Olympic sport. <laughs> Pop that ping pong out of your pussy. <laughs> Lately, popping that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about you, Brent? I couldn't tell you. It was back when VHS was still around. Yep. Absolutely. Um, I couldn't tell you an age. I know my parents probably enforced, like, not allowed to watch rated R movies right. up until about, oh, shit. 10? 13? 12, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think. I mean, I, I know I definitely went and see R-rated movies before I turned 16. Mm-hmm. How old do you have to be? Because um, I had to get, there were. A few, I remember having to get permission from parents to go in and buy tickets. But they wouldn't even let me buy them to get into at theaters. Uh, South Park was one. Baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, baseball was, was it? Was it NC seventeen? What one? A basketball. Was it NC? No, no. no. Orgasmo was an NC seventeen. Mm-hmm. So was Showgirls. Yes. I watched that the other night. It's not that great. There's, it's never been. It's one of the worst movies of all it. time. I saw I know, it wasn't even that sexy. There's like one. It's or not two, sexy at all. There's like one or two scenes where she's. I'm on my period. I remember too when uh, NC was Showgirls the first NC17 movie. It, it, somewhere around the time, the '90s had about four or five of them, and it made a lot of headlines. Crash. I remember that was one with uh, Crash. Not, not, there's two crash movies. Okay. There's the Oscar winner crash. <laughs> and then there's the, uh, I think it was Holly Hunter or uh, movie um, where she's giving some, they get off on like having sex in the vehicle and get mm. the actor or something like that. Mm. Um, I want to say Showgirls was Note to first. self. Find this movie Crash Prank talking about. <laughs> and I was thinking about that. Um, Is it Holly Hunter or Helen Hunt? I hope it's Helen Hunt. I hope it's Helen Hunt. Suck a dick in the car. Uh, but I remember when NC-17 first came out, I thought those were like, was it X-rated movies or something? Yeah. Like an excuse to show X-rated movies in theaters. But not that they showed it. Was the Martin Lawrence Santa comedy the first one? Run Tell That? No, no, before that. Well, I don't know. That was trash. Eddie Murphy, I mean, it's from Martin Lawrence did not have good Santa comedy movies. He has probably the worst Santa But, yeah, he has some of the worst Santa comedy movies I've ever seen. Oh. I don't even know if I've ever seen I have seen Orgasm NC-17s simply are trash movies. Yes. Trash. Um, so, here's why I don't recall all the, uh, all the plot details of the first movie. Because what my brother and I would do on weekends, we'll go over to my grandparents' house. My grandma, I'm not sure if she was oblivious or, or, or just very lean. What we would always do, we would go get, we would get a Little Caesars Pizza. We'll go to IGA hometown. Wave for hot rings. Wave for it. Get that uh, supreme, that crazy bread. Then we'll go to uh, hometown IGA and get some snacks, some popping, all that shit. Then and it's on the same plaza in Bridgeport. Then they go. I think it was one stop video. So and, and, and then we'll get like five or six movies. He's like, ball out. Get every one. So so so. And every weekend we would get all of the fucking series of movies. Like we'll do. Back to the future. We'll do uh, forty-eight hours. We'll do fucking Rambo and shit. Then, like we did, no, I think we did Beverly Hills Cop one, two, and three at that point. But three had just come out. Yeah, so that had to be what 92, 90, yeah. 92. So, yeah. So I, I, was, I was probably five or six of that. Well, not probably eight or nine. So, so we did those and both of of the forty-eight hours. So the whole week we just did like a marathon. We watched all that shit. So, so that's why in my head they're all one movie. Now the third one's a little bit different, but the first two were pretty close, I think, in theme. Yeah. So that's why in my head is one is one movie because we, we watched them all together. It was, it was a marathon. And my grandma was because at, at their house they had a basement, a lower level, a ground level, and, and an upstairs. So my grandma was all the way upstairs, and we were all the way in the lower level. So she had no idea what we were watching, if it was radar movie, because she didn't care. She just could say, yep, here's my ID. Boys, give whatever you want. 
what's odd is that Eddie Murphy keeps having people that he knows killed by others in Beverly Hills. Is the crime rate that fucking big in Beverly Hills that he's affected by this many times? Because the second one isn't the same plot, essentially. I don't remember. I think how, it is like some some. How he gets there in the second one? I'd have to rewatch it. That was my least favorite. Wait, wait. Ball, the, the, does he go back to uh, Detroit at the end of the movie, or did it say of the first one? Yeah, he goes, goes back. back. He does goes it? Back. Okay. They kind of hit around because they want him out of there. They enjoyed working. With I remember him. that. Yeah, they enjoyed working with them. It was joking game. Like, yeah, we love having him, but go home. Yeah. We're gonna escort you about. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I remember that now. Yep, yep, I remember. It's like, oh, let's go have a drink. <laughs> I remember that part of it, yeah. Speaking of that, that's one of my favorite scenes when they're in the strip club. He, he takes uh, Judge Reinhold and Judge Reinhold and the other old dude. Sergeant Tacker. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they the have a couple club. of club sodas. Yeah. Yes, I Speaking of have you ever been with anyone that's just going to order a club soda? No. I think club yeah. soda was invented for movies. It's like alcoholics to drink at a at a bar. A club soda is basically what water with fizz in it? Is that what it is? It's like it's like fucking You're thinking of Alka Seltzer. It's like Alka Seltzer, bro. <laughs> club soda? I don't think I'd ever want that. If I went to a, a bar just order a, a, a Pepsi Cola. <laughs> right, that's what I don't get. Why get a club soda? Or Mountain Dew. Try <laughs> get a pop. Or straight up water. No, just, don't water. charge me for this tonic water. Yeah. <laughs> I never now that is a 90s, 80s, 80s, 90s trope. People having bar season and, and drinking uh, seltzer waters and all this dumb shit. That, that's so stupid. Club sodas and shit. That's dumb. I've never. I don't think. They, I don't think you can even buy a club soda anywhere anymore. I don't have can. a club soda. I get the fuck out of my bar. We can get a box of sodas. All it is is vodka True. mixed with club soda. True. I'm sure you can, but just yeah. I've never seen you order a straight up club soda. <laughs> Like I said, it sounds like it's something for not the hall. You make a that they're drinking. I have a club soda minus a vodka, please. <laughs> I like in that scene though. You got Judge Reinhold takes that dollar bill and puts in that stripper's uh, <laughs> thong. Yeah, and then Eddie Murphy's like, "I think she likes you." <laughs> Carbonated water is what it is. Yeah, so it's like one half of what it takes to make a soda pop. Soda pop without the flavor. Off all that sugar. <laughs> so all let me ask you this: Do you? Because it's classified as an action comedy, mm-hmm. right? I didn't really watch it this morning. I didn't see a whole lot of comedy. There was a few funny parts to it. But I'd say it's more action than comedy. Agree well, or disagree? Action comedy doesn't have to be equal parts both, I don't think, though. Well, I think there's a lot of comedy. It, it, it's more... I, I feel like it's more... The banana in my tailpipe. Yeah. I feel like Eddie was a comedy in it. Well, I thought there was quite a bit of comedy. And then, like, it had probably a well, a very well shot first acting scene too, right? Mm-hmm. An elaborate uh, set piece in that first scene too. Oh yeah, with the uh, the uh, moving truck and the, yeah, the yeah. truck. Oh, true. And you then, get to see all of the shit part of Detroit. And there's shitty yep. back in ladies too. Yep. <laughs> like time for anyone that wants to sit there and argue that Detroit used to be nice. Yeah. Never. Um. But I mean. Yeah, there was. I mean, I, I agree. There was. It's not a slapstick comedy, but there's a lot of laughs. But I think like the Rush Hour had a little more comedy. Well, Rush Hour was more slapstick though. Now, Beverly Hills Cops Three got a little slapsticky, but this one I think was more like funny dialogue and funny scenario, but not like physical physical comedy like said like Rush Hour one. Who's one of y'all kicked me, man? <laughs> well, yeah, it was. It was a little Pick more laid. It was laid back, more comedy. It was like Serge. Yeah, that character's funny. That's, that character's but funny. But there wasn't any really jokes there. Yeah. Now, was that the uh, assistant? Yeah, it's the assistant at That's the art from, gallery. Can I get you a cappuccino? <laughs> yeah. A splash of lemon? So, yeah, Shut the it, fuck up. It, it was funny, man. It, 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 I think with the, now, because comedy has changed now, I prefer that brand of comedy than the comedy you have now, like the more physical. So it wasn't silly. forced comedy. Exactly. It wasn't Will Ferrell. Yeah. Now, is this is <laughs> How dare you? I can't go. Ferrell, I can't go with Will, Ferrell had, Will Ferrell had his buddy cop comedy movie too. It was actually really bad. Other good. guys, yeah. Because he played the straight man kind of. Got my first desk pop in, Sarge. Yeah, that's, that's, not, your, that's not your wife, bro. Seriously, that's not your wife. <laughs> I mean, I like both kind of 
kinds of comedy. I mean, there's room for both. If there's an act, if it's like an action movie, like Brian said, there's a lot of action in it. It's a serious movie. Mm-hmm. It's serious. But I don't like a lot of. Yeah, it wasn't shit. a diehard like action serious comedy. Right. Yeah, I mean, well, that's like, that's like Anchorman. Yeah. Anchorman was meant to be a comedy. You talk about Will Ferrell. Slapstick comedy. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of Will Ferrell movies silly. are meant to be. They're just straight up silly comedies. Comedy. Yeah. Now, speaking of that, Wedding Crashers was more on the side of Beverly Hills. I agree. Where it was like a, it, this it was a regular movie funny. had funny people in it, as opposed to a silly premise and silly people doing silly things. Yeah. And now there's room for both, but I prefer more of the, of the subtle, so like Beverly Hills Cop or Wedding Crashers, to say like a stealth brothers. Wedding Crashers was subtle. I mean, straight up comedy. Well, okay, but I'm saying like uh, the, the premise wasn't entirely silly. The premise, and there are people who crash weddings, yeah. as opposed to like step brothers, two guys in their forties become step brothers. That, that's a silly premise. Well, and the comedy was silly. Like they did weird shit. Mm-hmm. Like it was just weird. Boats and hoes. It wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> and then they wrecked the boats. Like, ah, uh, come on. Yeah. Two mentally challenged <laughs> individuals. Yes. I wouldn't say that Wedding Crashers was. It was it was a straight, pretty much straight up comedy, but it wasn't like they were goofy. both playing straight. But it was uh, a goofy shit though. Like they they didn't do stuff that you wouldn't see in regular everyday. Life. Right, exactly. It wasn't like almost cartoonish, honestly. Yeah, it, it wasn't was a bunch of newscasters going to have a right. fight. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. The <laughs> live action Family Guy type shit. News team assemble. Yeah. Speaking of that, Family Guy had the Beverly Hills Cop theme song. Remember when he went back in time? See, but uh, <laughs> yeah. to that point, and another, <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop is probably one of the most iconic theme songs ever, and it's been used on so many kinds of media. You hear it all the time. It's one of the most instantly recognizable um, themes in the planet. It's a classic. It's definitely a classic. Was this movie the movie that Eddie Murphy kind of got his? Signature laugh villain, or did he have that around on Saturday Night Live? I think he had it on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, and what was it? <laughs> 48 Hours was right before, too. Wasn't yeah, it? that was his yeah. first movie. He liked playing cut cops in the 80s. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think that this was part of what made Eddie Murphy's popularity grow. Absolutely. Because those two hits back to back. Now, were you too aware that? Beverly Hills Cop wasn't written for him, and it was essentially going to be like more of a serious action movie. But then when, when he read the script, he said, I want to do it. And then I'm not sure how, how he had that cachet at that point. But he took it over. And then like him, and I, I believe Kenny Ivory Waynes, I may be wrong, did a rewrite of it and, and, and put the comedy in it. But at first it's going to be a regular. Is that how Damon Wayans got his little cameo yep. in the movie? Yeah, Damon Wayans was the guy that delivered. Or no, he had the bananas. So, yeah. It's like, here's. He asked if he could. How much, banana. Just, how much for three bananas? Like, how much for banana? Oh, those are part of the buffet for twenty dollars. He's like twenty dollars in the eighties. Yeah, damn. It's an expensive hotel. Oh, He's like, when it comes with this, this, and this, He's like, yeah, but I just want three bananas. He's like, and he kind of just slips them the bananas. <laughs> it was a weird scene, but yeah. now because it was almost like he, David Wayne's like got his idea inspiration for playing men on film. He probably do okay because in the eighties. Which two may not know, but in the behind the scenes or com- black comedy in a lot of black film in the in the late eighties, King Ivy Rain was behind a lot of it. He, he makes sure all his siblings got in it, and and name probably haven't heard in years. Robert Townsend, Meteor Man himself. Hmm. Those two did a lot of shit in the eighties that people don't, don't know about. I completely forgot Beverly Hills Cop was a Jerry Bruckheimer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. No shit. Mm-hmm. God, directed, that guy is busy as fuck. Directed by Scent of a Woman's Martin Brest. Really? Jerry Bruckheimer has done pretty much everything in the world. Yes. Everything that's produced, he's part of. Yes. Do you want to know the other movies that the director, so the guy that just directed the first Ooh-ah. one, did Scent of a Woman, and the great Ben Affleck movie, Geely. He did Geely? Yep. Oof. Highs and lows. Mikey uh, had fallen by that point. And that was his last movie he's directed. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. He's yeah, only done like five movies, though. Really? Who was it? Who else was in Geely, though? Ben Affleck. Was that uh, hot ass Jennifer Lopez? Jennifer Lopez yeah. next to in the yoga. Was it? Yeah, that was oh, the thing. Yeah. I, was it Al Pacino on that, too? Yep. Yeah. How did that 
How did that movie miss? I don't know, but you had with all the stars. Are you had Jennifer Lopez yeah, talking about going out. down, meeting women, eating chicks out? And yeah, Jennifer Lopez. She's good looking to this date. She she ages like wine instead of milk for sure. Mwah. No, is she better looking than Mariah Carey? Absolutely. I'm just I'm absolutely. Out there. I, no, I'm just saying absolutely. Without yeah. question. I don't know if Nick Cannon thinks so. But. I think they <laughs> both look better now than they did when they were 22. No, what? Well, yes, yeah, no. Mariah Carey peaked in the early 2000s. Mariah Carey is Miss Piggy now. Yeah. Mariah Carey is right before Mariah Carey went crazy. Yes. Was probably her. Probably I think she's still better looking than when she was like 22 when I she agree. came out. I think Jennifer that, Lopez looked the best during think, Out of Sight. I think now. I don't know. That movie Out of Sight, she is fucking hot, man. Well, she 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 looked the best to me when she had that song with um, LL Cool J. I'm not pretty, so I'm not bad. Pretty what you had, baby girl. I'm what you had. Like, <laughs> I thought she looked the worst in Selena. No, I was digging her in Selena. I was digging her. I never seen the movie, but I, I didn't see either of them previews. Mine, she had the white pants on, the white bell bottoms. <clears throat> Compliments to the chef. <laughs> what about when she was that fly girl? Nah, no, not so then. much. I didn't like her back then. Or as Jamie Foxx called her, hey ho. Not J-Lo, but hey-ho. <laughs> I seem to like the women as they get older. That definitely is your thing, bro. <laughs> That's no secret. That is my thing. Um, was there anything about Beverly Hills Cop 1 that you guys didn't like? There's not much in it that you don't like. Maybe could have used a little bit better of a villain? Yeah. So, the villain was a guy that killed his friend. Right? Well, well, had his friend killed. The okay. guy that yeah. killed his friend was the bodyguard. Or the yeah. henchman, and that was the guy from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. was mm-hmm. the bodyguard. Yeah, I, Which old as fuck back then, too. He, he, he had that 80s fro going. I mean, <laughs> he had the same eyes and everything and that scowl on his face. Looking like that yellow bastard. <laughs> One of my favorite parts of the whole movie, though, was when it involved a villain. But Eddie Murphy, Axel Foley, mm-hmm. He was trying to get into the. It was like a private country club to have a little chat with the Victor Maitland, mm-hmm. who had his buddy killed. So there's pretty good security there. They wouldn't let him go in. So Eddie Murphy said, "Well, I just." He acted like he was gay. Mm-hmm. He's like, "I just got to tell him that I got herpes simplex ten. Maybe you should go tell him. Yeah. So the guy at the door said, "Well, you should go tell him." So he sneaks in. <laughs> and I just don't want him to give it to anybody. And he might want to get checked out. Hepatitis A, B, C, A, and Which at the time, like, it was not appropriate no. to be gay. No. But you know what? That's that Keenan. I mean, yeah, that's that Keenan Ivory Wayne's influence. Everything Keenan does, like, that's what they should think about. <laughs> it. I, I guarantee that scene was written by Keenan. I like God. I mean, anytime he's telling a story of what happened, he's lying about something. Like, when they get cu- when they bust the two guys at the strip club, he goes back and tells the captain, like, well, "These are the two heroes, <laughs> super cops." <laughs> like they were they were staking me out outside the whole time, and they saw a couple of individuals with trench looking suspicious go inside, and he stopped them. <laughs> but everyone always like tra- talks him out of the lie too. <laughs> he's like he's like the super cops turn is great. Yeah. They were, he was going for it. <laughs> So, so, so that was a good thing about it. So I guess there, there aren't any bad. Okay, let me. Oh, there's some bad parts, I guess. And, you know, his friend Jenny, even though she was really hot, useless. She was kind of useless. Uh, part no, of the she movie. needed to be that damsel in distress, so they had to get rescue at the end. She was almost just like along for. I mean, I can't. I can't. And, and that was great. I wish she would have taken her top off. It wasn't very hard. She might as well take off the top. There was no oh. tits. Strip club. Not from her. Not from her. But I, yes, I wanted her tips. And then yes, Eddie Murphy didn't fuck her? Yes. So Eddie Murphy no, back in the 80s. They came out. No, Eddie had a lot of fucking movies, bro. But not black and white. Multi-cultural. Oh, oh, okay. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, a that white, was that was a white female. That would have been rape. Yeah. Excellent <laughs> point. You're now in jail. Yeah. You oh, go to jail. Beverly Hills butt fucking cop number four. Axel in jail. <laughs> 
Axel's gonna get the Axel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, because I don't remember his chicken movie. Yeah, but you're right. In the 80s, that was not gonna happen. A blonde-haired white woman. Ooh. The fact that he rode around the in her Mercedes with her. Ooh. Ooh. And then looked like a carjack in the middle of the hills as he walked uh Sneakers, a gray sweatshirt, and jeans the whole time. I don't think he changed outfit once. <laughs> oh, he didn't. He had, I recorded it to you. He, killing, he, he had the Detroit Lions jacket, didn't he? Yeah. At the beginning. But not when he got out to Beverly Hills. Yeah, like they, Speaking of that, the weather outside today is a lot like Beverly Hills. The last couple of days. It's, not, it's hot as fuck, bro. Hot as fuck. One thing bro. that's unbelievable in that movie is the fact he could have taken that piece of shit car and drove to Beverly Hills from Detroit and back. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was... They make that sound like it's just like a quick trip. Like, oh, I'm just going on Beverly Hills on vacation. And that's what, a 20-hour drive, probably? I bet you oh, it's that. Probably I bet you it's yeah. 30 to 34 hour. Yeah, because you're going from opposite ends of the country, basically. I got to go to San Antonio in about a month, mm-hmm. two months, and that's a 24-hour drive. That's yeah, a full from day Detroit, drive. Michigan, and it looked like he lived downtown Detroit. He wasn't even on the oh, west side of Detroit. All the way to California. He wasn't, he wasn't in <laughs> South Detroit, as Journey might say. <laughs> Lives in South Detroit. Oh, were, were there any other good soundtrack songs in the movie besides down? I don't recall the music. Did it have a, um? Did it uh, employ like the the uh, tones of My Girl Likes to Party all the time? My girl likes to body all the time, body all the time, body. The Eddie Murphy hit single, written by Rick James. They did not have that in the movie. Oh, it should have. That was a good song. Yeah, it really wasn't. It, it just kept playing the Axel Foley song. Axel's theme. Remember our Family Guy? That isn't that Peter's like does that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, I just had a thought. Was Chocolate Rain the same beat as that? Chocolate Rain. How many cartoons have parodied? Oh, that's the cartoon even parodied. Any cartoon produced, or even TV show, I would, I would gather that 80% of the TV shows, movies, and popular media has sampled that theme song between 1986 to 2001. I guarantee 80% of all media has that sampled at some point. I guarantee you. Well, it's just classic. And I don't know who produced that, but you never heard it on the radio. Yeah, because probably because it's only like 13 seconds and there aren't any lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> probably the most recognizable short of Rocky's Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, and I, I like it better, honestly. Well, you got you, you got a few movies that you can sit there and say, okay, there's a tune mm-hmm. that you link to. And Eye of the Tiger was really only in Rocky Three. Yeah. Yes. Now you have Jurassic Park's got a pretty. Nothing for me. Yeah. I would say though, I mean, if you hear that tune, you think Jurassic Park. I, I, I don't know what two years you, about. If you heard yeah. that, if I heard that, I don't know. But I would say that that is a trope of the 80s and 90s because I can't think of any modern movies that have original music that I would say is tied to that property. That is true. It's, it's a lost it's art. Lost. Like, as, lost like as Dave, as you and I were talking about, maybe on, on the last time that we recorded, or maybe it was outside of this, but like soundtracks are, are lost art. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the last time we recorded. Yeah, there yeah, was soundtracks anymore. Yeah, they don't do soundtracks. Or if it do, it's not it's not yeah, brand new music. Original, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, music inspired the by Guardians the movies have all. That's yeah, like all licensed last, music. I think the last big movie with a good soundtrack is Armageddon. Yep. Because I don't want to miss a thing. And then, and then I said Bad Boys too. Yeah, I think the yeah, yeah, we're kind of doing the same thing as we did. Before. Yeah, we are. But. The Armageddon also had a, a remake of Come Together. Aerosmith, we definitely talk about that too. Aerosmith redid. Was Armageddon before or after Con Air? Because Con Air had that. Uh, what did Con Air have? Um, fuck it. Two artists made the song. Leanne Rhymes was one of them. Yeah. And, uh, oh. Trisha Yearwood. Yes. Yeah. What song is that? Blue. 
If memory serves, it was Trisha Yearwood. Which one was actually in the movie, though? I think it was Trisha Yearwood. Yeah, and then Leanne Rhymes remade it right after the I kind of like Leanne Rhymes' version. I'd have to hear them both again. Plus, Leanne Rhymes is better looking. There's not too much differentiate the two. And just so that girl's man. Oh, no. <laughs> Mm-mm. Girl, bye. <laughs> Home record. Now, have either of you two seen the Beverly Hills Cop pilot for the TV show? Is out? You, uh, I think you can find it online. Really? That starred uh, Brandon T. Jack and some shit? What yeah. was that? Al Pacino from Tropic Thunder. Yes. Uh, as Axel Foley Jr. <laughs> with Axel Foley Sr. played by Eddie Murphy as a mentor. Now, how am I Eddie Murphy? I'm surprised they didn't get Omar Epps to play something. <laughs> <laughs> the poor man's Eddie Murphy. Replacement Eddie. Replacement everybody. Come on, Eddie. I'm going to be playing OJ. So, how do you get Eddie Murphy to come back as Axel Foley for a Beverly Hills Cop TV show and it fails? You know what? No one gives a fuck about Eddie Murphy anymore. That's why. It was in the 90s, maybe. In 2015, I don't give a fuck about Eddie Murphy anymore. He has no cash anymore, bro. We care about Eddie Murphy. Otherwise, you wouldn't be hearing Eddie Murphy's law. I like Eddie Murphy, but I think he might be a little goofy. And in Hollywood, nobody gives a fuck anymore. Well, and. Look at the Saturday Night Live, the 40th anniversary thing. He didn't really want to be involved that much. He had a blue speech, but it didn't look like he put a lot of time into it. Right. Man needs to know where he got to start from. Yep. He won't be anywhere without Lauren Michaels. Lauren Michaels. But back when he played Mr. Robinson from Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. And, and James Brown. And hot tub! Hot! Hot boys and girls. <laughs> um, now, so, yes. So you seen the whole pilot? I've not seen it. Oh yeah, but but you said I know you, I know you can know find it online. Maybe we'll have to do an episode where we watch. Yeah, because I heard about it, but I didn't know that they actually filmed it. I thought they they wrote it. Oh no, they, they filmed it. On. And, wow. uh, they they created the pilot, and no one wanted to pick it up because they were aiming for CBS, which I think is the wrong network for a show like that. I thought they were going for Fox. I could be wrong. Fox would have made more sense because. Uh, if, if I'm correcting it with CBS, CBS is not going to do no fucking... You know why? CBS not have any black-led shows. They've never had a black-led show. Although then they tried to get that. Besides Cosby. Um, the young Dr. Dre that made another 24 movie TV show. And that, that failed. Did it fail, though? Or did it just decide like not do like... No, they said it didn't do well. Oh. Then they tried guy? doing... Well, the guy that played Dr. Dre in the Straight Outta Compton movie... Uh-huh. And then they did Training Day, the TV show. And but that failed. Well, Bill like Paxton, CBS needs and Bill Paxton else. died, too. Well, that didn't help the case, the matter. 24 was Fox. Yeah, I'm just saying. There was a few of them, because they just did the Training Day show, too. Taken has a show right now that I heard is actually low-key pretty good. Taken has a show. The Mist has a show. Really? Are you on Sci-Fi? Since it's all pre before Spike, something like that. Yeah, because this is the, the time where they're trying to redo all of the old movies, but not, not that old movies into shows now. Goes back into a conversation that we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. It's going to tie into a, a forthcoming episode. Um, Let's see. Is I, there, I don't think movies ever really make good TV shows, though. There's been a few that actually did. Soul Food. I think you said good. <laughs> Sofa is, a, is an amazing piece of cinema, and the TV show is even better. There's got to be some movies that make good TV shows. Sofa! You can name one. I, the rest of everything seems to fail. I can name five. Let me think. I can name five. Was Police Squad before Make yes. a Gun? Uh, James Bond Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, to that point. Tell me if, if this is something I made in, in my own head. In the 90s, was there a live-action James Bond You must anything? have made that up your head. Okay. Because I had a young Indiana Jones. It was definitely a spy show. No. 
If James Bond Jr. was I, a cartoon. I feel like it had like that little small lady from um, CSI uh, 2. I mean, NCIS with uh, LL Cool J and um, Robin. It had, I think it had yeah, her. There might have been a TV show, but it wasn't James, it was James Bond. Oh, oh. Uh, let me see. James Brown 007. So, so you said movies that were turned into TV shows, right? Are you going the opposite way, too? TV shows that were turned into movies? No, TV that's probably shows that can turn to movies, I think, a little easier. Sex in the City. I mean, like the Simpsons movie was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, I know that's a cartoon, but... No, yeah, Sex in the City. I mean, uh, I mean... The first one did well. Yeah. Yeah, the movie was okay. I mean, it was solid. Entourage. Yep. I want to see more... Oh, thank you. Friday Night Lights, two. Oh, yeah, wait... We're going movies to TV show. Friday Night Lights went from movie to TV show. The original question was, or challenge, was named five... Movies to TV show. Yeah, so that's a good one. Friday Night Lights is actually one of my favorite TV shows of all time. I've never seen that or the movie because I hate sports shit, but people have historically said that that was a great show. Yes, yep. That's three. Parenthood had a TV show? Parenthood had a... Coach's own Craig T. Nelson. It was, it was by the same guy that did, did the Friday actual Lights. movie. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, because the, the Parenthood movie was like, it was it was Parenthood movie. There was actually Parenthood. two Parenthood TV shows. There was yes. the movie, then they did a TV show. If memory serves, it had Leonardo DiCaprio in it. I could be wrong on that. I think I think I, I, think I could co-sign it. And then that failed, and then they just recently, within the last few years, had another TV show, which it was had, actually really good. That's what I hear. And it had uh, Craig T. Nelson. It had uh, the wife from Was it Zach Shepard in it? Yep, Dax Shepard was in it, but uh, Bruce Willis's wife in Die Hard One was really? the Craig T. Nelson's wife. I haven't seen her acting anything besides that. Um, RoboCop. Sound <laughs> 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 radio silence. Look at that shit. <laughs> okay, I mean, we're talking about good TV shows. I mean, this got to be on the air for three years. The Robocop TV show had at least a, a season and a half. Yeah, then the cartoon came out. And two cartoons. Would Bates Motel count? Yes. Yep. Okay. So if you don't count Robocop, that's still four. I don't know. I think we're stretching. We're stretching right now. Bates Motel was a good Robocop show. was. I, I was agree, but we still got four. I think Parenthood was a stretch. No, no dude. Parenthood. Parenthood got Emmys and shit, bro. It was a very popular show. Ratings wasn't No, it was just thematically based on I mean, the movie. Because it wasn't a comedy. It was a straight-up drama. It wasn't a comedy like the movie was. Mm-hmm. And it didn't have any of the same characters. But neither did Friday Night Lights. Right. Um, so but I mean, Friday Night Lights had... It was the same... Coach. Was it the same coach? No. No, but it, it was, a, it was the, the same... Premise. Premise. Football. It didn't go from a comedy to a drama. Yeah. I'm just saying. You it's asked... It had the fucking same name. But it still has been established it was based off the same property. And it so, was. so it counts. Well, Friday Night Lights. Yeah. No, Parenthood, too. Parenthood, too. Well, there's parents. <laughs> I mean, and they're in the neighborhood. <laughs> but Parenthood was based on the, I yeah. mean, the, on the idea of Parenthood, the movie. Yes, it was. Thanks. Three are different kind of... Right. Batman, the Batman Animated Series? Yeah, that That's five. That would be a stretch. <laughs> All right, you need one more. Because I think we're, we're... My point is, is that it doesn't happen often. I would agree it doesn't have all, but my point was I can name five. And Brian didn't help with two of them, but still. I need one more. Oh, no, you didn't do Friday Nights. I'm willing to concede that you can name five if you're willing to concede that it happens very rarely. Okay. Yeah, I would agree. But but the four that we named those, as a recap, Parenthood, Base Motel, that's the fourth one, uh, Friday Night Lights, and what was the first one I said? Damn, what was the first one I said? I can't remember. Anyway. I'm going to look up TV shows based on movies. Alright, so while you're doing that, are there any final thoughts on Beverly Hills Cop 1? There's a lot of thoughts. Okay. I think that there's, there's a lot of Going forward with Beverly Hills Cop series, they set a lot of standards in, in the first one. Uh huh. Yeah. And they build up characters, so you you got to know them really well. And yep. I, I think that that might be overlooked because people, oh, it's just a funny movie. But the character development was phenomenal. They were actually very well written movies. 
the '80s had some of the best written movies of all time, in my opinion. I mean, you you learned to love not just Axel Foley, but um, the old two cops. Yeah, Judge Reinhold and the other guy, Sergeant Taggart. Taggart, who starts out being just a dick in the movie too. Yeah, he starts out being a dick, and then he kind of learns and. You know, he kind of grows, and by the end of the movie, you're like, oh, I really like this guy. Was he in anything else? Not that I know. <laughs> He's a one-franchise pony. Mm. I got some other ones for you. Okay. You forgot the biggest one. What's the biggest one? Buffy. Oh, yeah, Buffy's definitely the biggest one. I found the 30 best, uh, ranked from best to worst. Buffy, we'll go over a couple of them real quick. Mm-hmm. Friday Night Lights, was, so you guessed number two. Fargo. Oh, Fargo. Which is one of the best TV shows on TV right That's now. That's what I hear. Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. I, I, I barely heard of that movie or show. That was on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Hannibal. Hannibal's up there like that? Because that had like two seasons in it. Three. And it was highly regarded. Like, very really? critical. La Femme Nikita. Oh, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Teen Wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't the like the movie. Was way Stargate SG One. Oh yeah, that was a long one. Ten seasons. Yeah, that was a long one. They put Bates Motel on there. That was nine. It's Terminator: The Sarah Connor Chronicles. Which well, is actually a damn good show. Season two was. Last, it's like a little bit was, yeah, but it wasn't bad. And then I think that only got canceled because it was too much money for a Fox. Uh, fame. Yeah, Fang had like a long TV show. Yeah, Twelve Monkeys, Alien Nation. Never heard of it. Yeah, no, no. As a kid, it actually just freaked me out. It either came on City or Fox on like Saturday afternoons. From Dust Till Dawn. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Limitless, but that was only one season. Ten Things I Hate About You. Ash versus Evil Dead. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Scream, the TV series. Oh, I forgot that was even a thing. Minority Report, Weird Science. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm one. sure that that TV show was not that good. What? Cool. Weird Science. No, that, 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 that shit was good, man. I, I like that show a lot. I now. Think it was the movie was great. I like the. Well, Speaking of hot women in the fucking movie, she not, was, not anymore. Was it Lisa? Yeah, but the TV show had the chick from uh, Kingpin. Yes, it. she was fine as fuck. Oh yeah, she was pretty good looking too. Tremor, School of Rock, Rush Hour, Dangerous Minds. School of Rock had a show. Mm-hmm. There's a cartoon of it right now too. Really. Uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. It's a TV show. That was it was a watchable show. Clueless. Clueless was actually a good one. Working Girl. Didn't it have Alicia Silverstone? It had everybody no. but her. Uh, didn't have Paul Rudd in it, I don't think. Or, had, uh, Paul, or it, Brittany Murphy. Besides her family. It had the black chip and the black guy. Yep. And the other black guy. And the red-haired girl. No, that was Brittany Murphy. Then it had, no, it had uh, oh. the mean one. It was kind of mean girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amber, some shit like that. Thing or anyone. What about the Uncle Buck? TV show story. Mike Epps. The Mike Epps vehicle. Dirty Dancing, Party Girl, Dirty and Ferris Bueller apparently had a TV show. You mean uh, Parker Lewis explains it all? Parker Lewis can't lose? Yeah, Parker Lewis can't lose. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Brian, do you have any uh, final thoughts about uh, Beverly Hills Cop number number Unu? Great movie. Byers. Very, I, I mean, it's the epitome of what uh, 80s classic movie. I agree. Is. I agree. Do you think they can make remake it today? Aren't there so rumblings of a part four? Yeah, rumblings. Would what? you rather see it continue? Would you rather see it done? A part four with Eddie Murphy or a remake? That's a good question. I would say a part four. It's yeah. set in real time. So the remakes are. To me, remakes don't do much for me. They, they rarely ever... Uh, is there anything that really would stand out as being like, okay, remake it, I mean, or just say... I don't know. I think they'd have a hard time because you stated it earlier. Mm-hmm. That was what an 80s comedy was. I think you'd be trying to throw too much slapstick. Like, It'd be like a rush hour now. It would, yeah, it would definitely... If it made it today, it would definitely have to uh, be like the, the average, like a... 21 Jump Street. Yeah, that to me, that's more comedy than it is action. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's how, that's how, that's a template of how they would do this. Now. And it wouldn't, I don't think it would it, work. I, that's not my I'll favorite. Be, yeah, I'll be surprised if it worked, but I, I don't think it would. You know, the the one, the only really remake that I really liked was Ocean's Eleven. Because the old ones, the old ones were just a vehicle to get the entire rat pack together in the movie. That's that's all they essentially were trying to do on, on the old ones. The old one was what basically Adam Sandler did with the grown-ups movies. 
Let me get all my friends together. Yep, exactly. So get, have studios pay us to do this. Yep. Hang out. Yep. That's all it was. And then on, on the newer ones, they took the top actors in Hollywood, but actually had a good story behind it. Yeah, well, well, at least you had one. Yeah, because you had a lot of characters. Which is coming back with like all women, isn't it? Ocean's Eight. Yeah. Which is, I think Sandra Bullock is Danny Ocean's sister. Yeah. It, it actually it's continued as part of the same. Universe. Yeah, because doesn't uh, Matt Damon pop up in or, or Clooney? I think they said Damon was in it. Actually, I thought Brad Pitt might have been the best character. I've never seen one frame of an Ocean's Eight. Ocean's movie. Actually, Brad Pitt and George Clooney have good chemistry in those movies together. They do. Working off of each other. I like when they're, they're sitting in the bar and Brad Pitt's right. not even talking. George Clooney's like, You think we need one more? You just, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt kind of looks there. at him like, You think we need one more? Yeah. We're going to get one more. <laughs> He's having a conversation with himself. <laughs> All right. When George Clooney's talking, like, so Julie Roberts like, you're a thief and a liar. No, I only lied about being a thief. He's <laughs> <laughs> very charismatic. He is very charismatic. I like when he, he said that speech when he got out of uh, jail. He's like, he's like, the house always wins. The only time you win is if you bet a lot at the right time. <laughs> and then Brad Pitt's like, he practices that, didn't he? He goes, yeah, did I rush it? It's <laughs> not <laughs> <Sounded> good. He's <laughs> yeah, in prison all that time. He, yeah, nothing to do with practice speeches, I guess. <laughs> Featuring uh, the, the uh, Gone But Not Forgotten, gotten, Gone But Not Forgotten, Burning Man. Mm. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Speaking too of which, soon. yeah, going way too soon. Uh, there's this another celebrity death that we'll probably close out on. This doesn't tie into Eddie Murphy whatsoever, but maybe Eddie Murphy liked this band. Chester Benjamin Phil from Lincoln Park suiciding himself today. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know the band. I don't know anything about uh, Lincoln Park other than... They were popular in the early 2000s until they tried to become the new U2. Oh. I like their first album. I like their first two albums, I think. I've never heard an, an entire album, but I, I know that like the song they put out there was like a hybrid theory, you might say, of rap and rock, but yeah, it worked. and it was, yeah. It, it wasn't corny. No, was bars. that the lead singer? Bars... They had two technically, him and like the other guy. Like he was a singer, and like the other guy was a rapper. Okay. But he, but he's 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 famous from the for the song "Crawling in My Skin." They won't say well, not here. Fear is how I fall. Confusing what is real. I like in the end. Yeah. That was my favorite. And got so far, but in the end, it doesn't really matter. Ooh, was that a suicide note? I wonder. No, no, I like the Kim Lee. Birds, 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 birds. Yeah, that sounded a lot like Axel Foley's theme song. <laughs> Did they steal it? Oh, oh, maybe that might kill himself with Eddie Murphy. Oh, Eddie Murphy. Royalties. I'm killing myself. Take a private my cold dance. I can't pay Axel Foley. <laughs> I'm going to suicide myself. All right, so uh, I think that we have successfully uh, talked about. Oh, oh, we got. So we talked about. We have to do. Clear. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So, yes. the whole point of Eddie Murphy's law mm-hmm. is, obviously, Eddie Murphy had a fallout of his career, uh, yes. mostly as of late, yes. but we tried to defend or persecute each Eddie Murphy movie. I think it's pretty safe to say um, what our thoughts are on this one, but this is what our, kind of the theme will be whenever we do an Eddie Murphy's yes. Law episode. Um, you know, even if it's bad, maybe we'll try to find some good for it. Um, if we all like it, we'll try to see what the bad may have been in it. Mm-hmm. And then we discuss together to decide is it guilty or innocent? And then we put the gavel. <laughs> so is guilty good or is guilty bad? Guilty would be bad. Guilty of As being a guilty of, movie? No, guilty of being a bad movie. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I, obviously, I think it's going to be pretty unanimous. Yeah, innocent. I would say my as the jury, <laughs> as the jury, I vote innocent. 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 It's unanimous. Beverly Hills Cop is a good movie. 
<laughs> Alright, so I think that we're gonna just close out. There's no. I thought that was close out. Oh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't take that part out. Close out. Time.